بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله الذي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين أجل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف وجعلنا من أعوانه وأنصاره السلام على الحسين وعلى علي بن الحسين وعلى أولاد الحسين وعلى أصحاب الحسين ورحمة الله وبركاته This is the Shama Gariban of Abu Abdullah and the martyrs of Karbala we offer our condolences to Imam Mahdi Ajalallah Ta'ala Farajahu Sharif. We said one of the Sunan of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, which is for the believers, because as you remember, we said there are two types of Sunnah, two types of universal laws. One is for everyone, one is for some people. And the second is divided into those with, for good people and for the bad people. So for the good people, one of the sunan of Allah, which is the fourth one that we are talking about, is that he supports them in their mission for establishing the truth. Whatever uh, they try to achieve, for establishing the truth Allah would help them with but we explain this doesn't mean that in the worldly sense in the way that people of dunya look at success they would get the success necessarily maybe they will get worldly success maybe not maybe they get for example the power, maybe they can govern, maybe they can defeat enemies, maybe they can uh, liberate their land, maybe they can uh, remove a tyrant, maybe not. But what is important is that this was not their main goal. The main goal was to bring light to this world, to present the truth and not let battle to deceive people. This is an ongoing battle. Whatever we do is just a small part of it. Any sincere mu'min, Allah helps him to play his role successfully in this battle. There is no chance a mu'min who is sincere and is committed to truth would fail. That's the main thing. Of course, there are some sunan of Allah to help you even with worldly success. We mentioned some of them before. But that is more complicated. That sometimes needs a more collective work. For example, if we have enough number, not equal number, but just enough number, if we plan well, 
if we are equipped with the skills and talents, then even in dunya we can succeed. In a worldly sense we can also succeed. But if we are very few in number and we are very much outnumbered, resources are a little, people are not organized, at least everyone who is doing his job or her job properly would not fail. But maybe as a community we cannot achieve what we want right away. But there is no way that you fail. So we said there are seven groups of verses about this sunnah. We mentioned two of them in the morning. We said there are verses that talk in a general way about the nature of haq. Haq by nature is strong, is permanent, and batil by nature is weak, is void, and cannot remain. Batil is something that is perishing by itself. If you leave batil to itself, it will die. The main problem is that batil cover its face with some haq. Some true mottos, true merits, virtues. They present themselves by decorating and wrapping themselves with something which people like by their fetra. And people get deceived. Otherwise, many times if people are not going to be deceived, you have to just leave bottle to die by itself. Many times, not always, because sometimes you see people are going to be affected. But if people are not affected, let it die, it will die by itself. It will die by not mentioning it. Because it's the nature of bottles. The second group of verses was about Allah's promise to support the believers. And he says, Haqqun or Haqqan alayna. This is a right that Allah has given to the people who struggle for the truth. And he has made it obligatory for himself. He has promised them that I would support you. And he has written down that his messengers would be successful. We mentioned these verses, alhamdulillah. Now we start the third category of the verses, the third group of verses. These are the verses that are many, many in the Quran and refer to the particular cases in the history that Allah has helped. For example, about Musa ala nabiyya You know, the story of Prophet Musa is very much mentioned in the Quran. Maybe it's the most mentioned, most frequently mentioned story in the Quran apart from Islam. Any Prophet other than Prophet Muhammad and his Ummah, they are mentioned after the situation of Bani Israel. 
and according to some sayings we are going through the Ummah of Islam and the Ummah of Akhir Zaman we are going to through everything that they went through so there are lots of things to learn from that in Surat A'raf verse 228 Allah subhanahu wa seek assistance from Allah subhanahu wa and be patient you cannot rush you have to be patient but as you know sabr in the Quran doesn't mean to be idle to be you know doing nothing sabr means to work as you are supposed but be patient to be persistent and not to give up استعينوا بالله واصبروا ان الارض لله يورثها من يشاء من عباده the earth belongs to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala everything belongs to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala including the earth sometimes we think as if in the world of politics in the world of economics maybe allah is not in charge we think that is so much of you know pollution or darkness or whatever as if he has no control or this is for you know people of dunya only but the reality is he is in control of everything and if you want to bring reform in any field you should know that he is in charge sometimes it's easy sometimes it's difficult but everything belongs to him and he would give the servants that he wills the ability to inherit the earth to govern the earth and this is going to happen but to you particularly we don't know here he doesn't promise that every group will be inheriting the earth but this is going to happen he has the power but he has also wisdom and maslaha and because this is something that is in a very large scale to be worked out so it's not that every small group of people you know should expect that they would be given this type of support but you will get the support that we said before but the good news is that that the end you will be getting what you want you want that the truth to be dominant you will get it you want to be an instrument for light you will be accepted then it continues and in the verse 137 so this was 128 so if you go forward 137 then Allah refers to some cases that actually He helped some people to establish themselves on the earth. We 
enabled the people who were mustadaf, who were oppressed and were denied the opportunities to grow. They were kept weak. This refers to Bani Israel. We made them able to inherit the earth and in particular Allah says مشارق الأرض ومغاربها التي باركنا فيها the easts and the west of the earth that we had blessed so maybe not whole planet but where there was civilization where there were lots of barakah you know the land in which many many prophets have come many many blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there they were able to have some rule, some kingdom. وَتَمَّتْ كَلِمَةُ رَبِّكَ الْحُسْنَ عَلَى بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ بِمَا صَبَرُوا Because they were faithful and were patient, the promise, the word of your Lord was completed. So, they managed to succeed even in this world. And there are many, many verses about the case of Bani Israel. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says in Surah Ali Imran, verses 146 to 148 about other prophets. There have been many prophets with whom believers fought. فَمَا وَهَنُوا لِمَا أَصَابَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَمَا ضَعُفُوا They defended the truth and they didn't show any weakness. مَا وَهَنُوا لِمَا أَصَابَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ No matter what they went through, Injuries, being killed, losses in money, whatever. They didn't become weak. There was no looseness or weakness in them. They didn't become miserable or needy, especially psychologically. Allah loves those who are patient. وَمَا كَانَ قَوْلَهُمْ إِلَّا أَنْ قَالُوا These prophets and followers of those prophets, they did not say except this. Means this was their main dua. رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا وَإِسْرَافَنَا فِي أَمْرِنَا وَثَبِّتْ أَقْدَامَنَا وَانْصُرْنَا عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ First of all, it's very interesting. They start with self-correction. رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا وَإِسْرَافَنَا فِي أَمْرِنَا We know that we have had some problems in our practices. Some shortcomings or doing something in excess. So it's very important that you should always be accepting your problems, whether it be sins 
between you and Allah or social sins, community sins that we have. When, when you do, don't do things properly for the sake of the truth, this is also a sin. It's a bigger sin maybe. And please make our feet, our standpoints firm. And help us against those who are rejecting and fighting the truth deliberately. Kafir, as I have said many times, Allah uh, says, Kafir, in most of the cases in the Quran, is Kufrul Juhud. Kafir is not any non-Muslim or any atheist. Kafir is someone like Abu Lahab, Abu Jahl. Kafir is the one who denies the truth deliberately. Jahadubaha <laughs> The reward of dunya can be some light that you receive in dunya, but also some ease that you receive in dunya, maybe some bounties that you receive in dunya, some victories that you receive in dunya. And the good reward in the hereafter. Allah loves the people who are benefactors. They do ihsan, they do good things. In Surah Al-Imran, verse 123, Allah says, This comes now to the Muslims. Allah helped you in the battle of Badr while you were in a very difficult situation. According to the worldly measures, you didn't have any significance. They were trying to humiliate you. You didn't have any worldly honor at that time. Of course, honor of mu'min is always there. But antum azilla means you were in a very low position. So now that Allah helped you, you have to be pious and Grateful. Be pious so that you would be grateful. Sometimes Allah says He helped mu'mineen. We are all in the third group of verses that Allah mentions cases that He helped. With sending angels. Angels have lots of duties. Al-mudabbirat amra. One of the things that the angels do is sometimes Allah asks them to help mu'mineen. In addition to the prayer that they make for mu'mineen, which is very important. They ask forgiveness for mu'mineen. They pray for them. But in addition to that, sometimes they come and they help. In Surah Anfal, verse 9. 
فاستجاب لكم اني ممدكم بألف من الملائكة مردفين when you called upon your lord to help you استغاثة you asked for help and this is one of the things that mu'mineen should do it's very important you cannot say we are on the right path so we don't need to do dua we are doing job for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no look at Rasulullah how much he was praying even uh, he was praying more at the time of the battles because a mu'min knows that the main strength comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we should not be people who just focus on the work on activism or any type of work we need to be deeply connected to Allah subhanahu we need to do istighatha we need to do tawassul this keeps us on the right path and keeps us connected to Allah subhanahu ta'ala and release sources of power which are not natural if they had not made this istighatha maybe then angels were not sent then he answered and he said I am going to help you with 1000 angels which are murdafin they are in you know in line like either in queue or you know somehow assembled in line In Surah Tawbah, verse 25, لَقَدْ نَصَرَكُمُ اللَّهِ فِي مَوَاطِنَ كَثِيرَةِ وَيَوْمَ حُنَيْنَ In many places, including the battle of Hunayn, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helped you. So He doesn't just give you a task. He is there also to support you and help you in your mission. In Surah Fat, verse 4, he is the one who sent calmness and tranquility to the hearts of Mu'mineen. As I said in the morning, this is very, very important that inside you feel calm and not troubled. You can be troubled physically but if inside you are calm then you are able to see things properly and make decisions properly you know it's like for example if we have a command room and we have lots of problems outside but the people in the command room are relaxed and deal with the problems in a very calm way they can make proper decisions but even the people in the command room are stressful angry upset shouting at each other the problems are you know so bad that they get you know attacking each other they cannot do anything for us as individuals our command room is our heart you should keep your heart as much as possible calm and this is what connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and having good people around can do. If we have deep connection to Allah and we have good people around, 
it brings joy and calmness to the heart. هو الذي أنزل السكينة في قلوب المؤمنين ليزدادوا إيمانا مع إيمانهم so that their faith would become stronger they would increase their faith they would add faith to their faith as they become stronger in their faith وَلِلَّهِ جُنُودُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the armies of the skies and the earth but this army would not be coming to your help if you don't really ask for it. Many times, you know, we think we can solve our problems. Or many times even we don't acknowledge that there are problems. But if we really ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help, and make sure that what we do is pleasing to him. Because if you want his help, then you have to do things in the way that he is happy with. You know, sometimes, you, for example, someone comes to you. He says, I have a problem in my business. Can you help me? Say, okay, I will help you. But now you have to listen to me. You cannot, you know, ask me to help you and do whatever you like. So first, that person should come and ask you for help. Second, should listen to you. We cannot... Just expect Allah to help if we don't really ask Him, we don't do istiqatha, or if we do istiqatha, but at the same time we do our own immoral things, insincere things, then expect, do you think angels are going to be shoulder by shoulder to someone who tells lies, someone who does ghiba? <laughs> How can I expect to be supported by angels when I am not pure? It's impossible. لِلَّهِ جُنُودُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ In Surah Fat, verse 18, فَأَنزَلَ السَّكِينَةَ عَلَيْهِمْ وَأَثَابَهُمْ فَتْحًا قَرِيبًا Allah sent down sakina to them, tranquility, and gave them a near an early victory they didn't need to wait a lot for victory again there is emphasis on sakina it shows when allah wants to make someone successful or make some people successful one of the things that he does for achieving this is gives them tranquility Surah Fat, verse 26. Those who were fighting the truth, Allah says, they started developing hamiyya, bias. And this was a bias of jahiliya. was not... You know, sometimes there is a positive attachment to something. We don't call this bias in English, but in Arabic, hamiyas can be something good. But this is negative hamiya. This is bias which is based on no true grounds, no real grounds. They didn't like someone or they wanted, you know, to promote their own tribe or their own group. They fought against the truth. Just as easy as that, as selfish as that. 
فَأَنزَلَ اللَّهُ سَكِينَتَهُ عَلَى رَسُولِهِ وَعَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ But then Allah sent His tranquility, His calmness to the Prophet, to the Messenger and Mu'mineen. So that Kuffar would not be able to disturb their internal peace. وَأَلْزَمَهُمْ كَلِمَةَ التَّقْوَى and Allah made them committed to the word of piety. Very beautiful. Allah made them committed to piety, to the word of piety, and they themselves were They were also more supposed than anything else to be like this, and they were people of taqwa. What we find in the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the sunnah of Ahlul Bayt is that no matter what difficult was their situation they never compromised about their taqwa and their moral values last year I talked about these manners in a series of lectures that how important it is that you use right means for right ends. You cannot say because I have good end, ends justify means. No. Ends require suitable means. If your end is to serve the truth, to serve justice, you cannot do zulm. How can you use an instrument which is against your own end and say, it's okay because I am making some success, you know. No. You look at the life of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You don't see he is compromising about his... For example, trustworthiness, about his, I don't know, kindness, when he is faced with difficulties. Amir al you don't see he is compromising at all. We mentioned in those series, in that series, how, for example, in the Battle of Safin, when Muawiyah blocked the water, didn't get access to the army of Amir al-Mu'mineen. And they didn't even uh, uh, accept to negotiate. Then the army of Imam, they managed to liberate water. Some people in the camp of Imam, they said, now it's our turn to, to block water. But Amir al-Mu'mineen not only gave them water, gave them access to water. So he didn't say, we give you as much as we want. Bring your, for example, containers, we give you water, this many liters. No, he gave them access. This is very important. This is Ali. And I am sad to say, that there were people in the camp of Ali who were thinking of Muawiyah. 
Yeah, because they said to Ali, you should do like Muawiyah. So even fighting under the flag of Ali doesn't guarantee that you don't have akhlaq of Muawiyah. Now you can imagine what would be our situation. <laughs> even we are not fighting, we are not sure we are fighting under the banner of the truth, but even if you are there, it doesn't mean that you are necessarily doing good things. You have to be very careful. You have to present your ideas, your practices, always to mu'mineen who are muttaqi and check yourself. Not that say, okay, I have taken this task, this goal, and I'm going to do my best to achieve it. Then you compromise about other things. So Allah says, Alzamahum kalimatat taqwa. We made them with the word of the piety and committed to that, but they themselves were also They deserved that and were people of piety. The last verse for tonight. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اذْكُرُوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ إِذْ جَاءَدْكُمْ جُنُودٌ O believers, remember the blessing of Allah when armies came to fight you. فَأَرْسَلْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ رِيحًا وَجُنُودًا لَمْ تَرَوْهَا We sent wind to their face and some armies that you didn't see so Allah's assistance can be through natural means like wind supernatural like angels you may notice you may not even notice but he has all these ways of helping you وَكَانَ اللَّهُ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ بَصِيرًا And he was seeing what you were doing. إِزْجَاءُوكُمْ مِنْ فَوْقِكُمْ وَمِنْ أَسْفَلَ مِنْكُمْ When they came from above and below. So maybe they were trying to attack from a top of mountain or hill and also from below, from the bottom. وَإِزَّاغَتِ الْأَبْصَارِ وَبَلَغَتِ الْقُلُوبُ الْحَنَاجِرِ وَتَظُنُّونَ بِاللَّهِ الظُّنُونَ When the situation was very severe, very difficult, your heart was to your throat. بَلَغَتِ الْقُلُوبُ الْحَنَاجِرِ means so much was difficult. You were steering at enemies. You were thinking, are we going to survive? Mu'mineen were very seriously examined and tested. And, you know, they were shaken. But Allah's help came. As I said in one of the early nights, sometimes you have to wait for the right time. It's like delivery. You cannot rush. When the pain starts, you think it's the time. Those who are not experienced, they think now they have to go to hospital for delivery. But 
No, that pain, which is pain of delivery, is too much. You have to wait for that point. Otherwise, you cannot have early you know, delivery. It can be harmful for mother, for the child. Some of our problems are like that. They just need to reach the level that you are tested. And when the right time comes and he knows better, he would help. But we have to be patient. So, inshallah, we continue with the rest of the verses about the way Allah supports the truth and the people of truth, inshallah. Tomorrow and the day after tomorrow. We have two more nights, inshallah, if Allah gives us tawfiq. This is Shama Gariban. And as you know, unfortunately, the problems didn't stop after the enemies killed Abu Abdullah and the martyrs. And actually, the problems increased for ladies and the children. When you read and reflect on the events that happened and the incidents, you wonder how people who were calling themselves Muslims we're just able to do these things. You know, it's, it's something that is very surprising. Of course, those who know humanity, they can understand. But still, it's surprising that how brutal you can become, how cruel you can become, how uh, you, must, you can lose your humanity. And one way that I have been explaining to myself was that these were people who some of them had good history but because they were not careful about their intentions about their sincerity little by little dusts polluted their heart then it became dark and dark it reached the point that for them was very difficult to choose supporting the grandson of the prophet or even leaving him over dunya but this was not something that could happen to a person on the first day this is something which is built over time. But the worst thing was after they killed Imam alayhi salam. Because I think when you are involved in the killing of Hujjah of Allah, after that you will be losing all your humanity. It's like masch. You know, like those who made, made into apes. Even Abu Abdullah used to say to some people that if you don't help me, go very much far away so that you don't hear my cry for help. 
even to be there and not help imam can totally change you can make your heart upside down let alone people who were involved in killing of imam so after that point i think they were no longer in their spirit human beings they totally lost their conscience they were not able to understand what is good what is bad actually maybe they were they were finding bad things good they were totally distorted in their conscience and this is the only way i can understand what they did because they didn't have any need for this there was no threat even for their worldly gain it was better if after that they were very you know respectful and polite and you know but they had no conscience left Assalamu alayka ya Abu Abdullah wa ala al-rawlati halat bifnaik alayka minni salamu Allah Abadan ma baqit wa baqiya al-laylu wa al-nar wa la ja'alahu Allahu akhir al-ahd minni liziyaratikum As-salamu ala al-Husayn Wa ala Ali ibn al-Husayn Wa ala awlad al-Husayn Wa ala ashab al-Husayn 